What it is, what it do, you tuned in to the Jose Morales Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Morales, and we're back in the ring for another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode where I talked about communication. If you have not checked out that episode, go back to the previous uh, episode and check it out. In this episode here, I got Ruben Torres with me. What's up, Ruben? What's going on? So I thought it would be good to get Ruben on and get people familiar with his story, how he started boxing, how he got to where he is now, what his goals are for the future, and get more familiar with his background. Uh, those that know Ruben in the gym, he is one of our professional boxers here. He has a fight coming up August 5th, where he would be the headline at the Double Tree Hotel here in Sacramento. And what I wanted to get into this episode is get familiar with his story, see what, uh, how it all started, where he came from. Um, so let's get going. First off, Ruben, tell us where you were born. Tell us, give me, give me a little bit of uh, the 411 on Ruben Torres. <laughs> I was born in Sacramento, born and raised. Uh, I really, I was just sending out of trouble my whole life, but then uh, bloopers already. I'm just messing with you. What happened? No, hey, no, this I'm guy's getting here. nervous. I'm just trying to think of what to say. So you were born here? No, it's good. You were born here? Okay, so yeah, I was how many? How many um, siblings, mom, dad, together? Tell me about your, your, All your right. home. So I got three sisters. I was the only boy. Yeah. So man, Oldest? Used, youngest? All old. I was, I was the youngest. Okay. So I used to get picked on a lot by my sisters. Bro. Yeah. They used to. They What's used the to age gap? Uh, honestly, it's like five years between... Each sibling. Okay. Yeah, so like, yeah, my next sister, yeah. So, um, pretty much, yeah, it's just, uh, were, deal, your, were, deal. Your, were your mom and dad uh, married the whole time together? Yeah, okay. yeah they were together cool. the whole time. And then, um, yeah, pretty much I just grew up like, uh, I had a real bad temper yeah. growing up. So I was always getting like fights and stuff like that. And yeah, just easily like, just to, Swing. <laughs> yeah. Did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, baseball, and that and I used to fight baseball. <laughs> so you you played baseball most of your like childhood? Uh, for four years when I was a kid, uh, I played baseball. Yeah, my dad and my uncle were the coach. I played with my cousin at uh, Talatelic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only really sport I did. I tried basketball out here and there, and then after like I hit the teenage uh, years, um, pretty much. Uh, I just start chasing girls, you know. Yeah. You know how it is. Yes, sir. I know exactly what that is. Like, <laughs> you know how it is. Especially in the teenage years. Yeah, you start that, chasing girls. And I talk about it. You know, I talk to you about it. I think my downfall with me when I was competing was was that. You know. Yeah. You know, there's people like, oh, I got into partying, I got into drugs, I got into alcohol, I got into that. My problem was I, had, <laughs> <laughs> I was into girls. Uh, you know, yeah. I was and. So I know exactly, and that could be, we're talking about it laughing right now, yeah. but that's probably uh, just as bad as everything else that I just named, because you start getting sidetracked, you start nah. getting, you know, you start losing focus. It's literally an addiction, it, bro. It, it becomes, it's like, it's a, it's addiction. Kidney it's worse a drug. Than a drug. It is. It's, it's a drug. Yeah. And it comes with a lot of drama and it comes with a lot of, a lot of heat. So A lot of debt. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, see, so tell <laughs> let's talk about that. So what happened? You, so you, teenagers, you started getting- Chasing some, girls, man. And explain what, know, explain I, what that did to you. Cause I think a lot of people can learn from this. Uh, oh, what, what, what did that do that became bad that you were chasing girls? What happened? Uh, shoot, I just got into trouble a lot. Man. Like what? Explain. Give me give me something that happened, a story or something. What do you mean by trouble? Like trouble financially? 
trouble like well, physically. I was younger, like, so it really wasn't financially. Like yeah. That, so what know? happened? I was, just, I was just a kid, just uh, getting in fights with, uh, you know, girls, dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You were the Sancho. <laughs> this guy was Sancho. <laughs> I pretty much, I was just getting in fights a lot and uh, at school. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's pretty much it, really. It's all that I ended up to just fighting and just yeah. getting kicked out of school. And then just after that, then I started like, uh, I always, I, I liked money. That's another one. I liked money a lot. So, if, you know, um, my my parents always spoiled me as best as they could, but I always wanted more. So I mean, I tried, you know, started out try start hustling and stuff, and that lead that one bad too. So, yeah, explain hustling. What does that mean? Ah, just pretty much whatever you can do to make money. Mm -hmm. so and this, I, how old were you at this time? I was a uh, shoot. That's when I was like ninth, tenth grade. Yeah, tenth grade. So high school. One of the new Jordans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once that, once that size, once you go past what size six and a half, I think eight, the, the shoe prices go up. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I, I was always, I, I don't know, my mom always would, would always try to spoil me as best as she could, but I didn't want her, you know, spending her money like that. Yeah. Because we didn't have it, and I know we didn't. So, and she would always try to. So, I was, I took it into my own hands to try to make, you know, money and. And what went, went bad with that? What happened? Uh, shit, I was doing anything to make money, whether it was buying a car to sell it or uh, whatever it took. I don't, get, I don't care. I'll buy lunch and sell it to somebody else. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you're trying to find profit in anything. Yeah, profit in anything, but then it led to other things. Like, you know, and then I went to marijuana and then I went to other stuff. And then, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just led to that and then ended up getting in trouble and caught up with the law and then here and there. And um, let, your teenagers, now you're in trouble. Yeah, teenage years. Uh -huh. And then. It just went on. It just went on until during this time you weren't playing no sports. No sports. So you were just chasing women and getting money. Getting money, chasing women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he said it. <laughs> hey, I, I'm gonna I'm tell you this. I heard this one time and it stuck with me forever. Chasing women, getting money. But you lose money chasing women, but you don't lose women chasing money. You lose what is it? Man, you too damn damn. You asleep still? Oh man. So ch just for the record, real quick. This is a, we, we got here at 3.30 in the morning to do this podcast. So right now, it, everyone's dead asleep. We're, this guy is dead asleep probably. And half we're, asleep. And we're half asleep. And we, we found a way to do this podcast at 3.30. I'm I like, you know, I think it's a good time to get him going just to promote his fight, get people more familiar with him. And with the schedules, his, and, and this guy, like he says right now, he's, he's in love, he's ambitious. He's still the same way. He right now... Um, when I talk to other athletes, even other professional boxers, this guy has a full-time job, has a family, and he still manages to train. And that's the, that right there, that's like three full-time jobs because having a family is a full-time job. Yeah. Um, having a full-time job and then boxing is a full-time job. So the fact that he, we, he does all these things and he still finds a way to um, squeeze in a podcast, we're like, when are we going to do it? The only time that we could do it was at 3.30 in the 3 morning. 3.30 and I'm here. And he made it happen. Uh, it's just, that's what the definition of no excuses. So shout out to you, man. How you feel about that? Doing something? Because I know the very first time, and we're going to get back to your story because we, we kind of caught in the middle. But at the very first time, one time you came to Spar here and I told you, come through at 4 or 5 in the morning. And you're like, yeah. oh, no, I can't do that. Remember? Yeah. So 
How, how do you feel now? Because I we do a lot of things hella early in the morning. Honestly, I got used to it. You got used to it? Yeah. So yeah. At first, it was like, fuck. Yeah. But then I got used to it, though. So we'll talk about it. We're going to get more into that. Um, another quick little story that I want to talk about, the, about that is when you want something, you find the way to do the, whatever it is. You yeah. lose sleep. You do whatever. But it's something you want. Yep. And um, recently, actually yesterday, I was talking to this kid here in the gym with Coach David. And uh, Coach David really wants his kid to move up and, uh, to, so he can start sparring. So he wanted him to start training with the Warriors. And, and David came up. David brought me over to him, introduced me to him. And, and David asked him, what, what's holding you up from moving up? And the kid says it was money. He's like, hey, you know, I don't have, I don't have money. Da, 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 da. And then we, me and David looked at each other like, all you got to do is speak up and say that. That's all you got to say. So once we said we will help him and there's no problem, the money is not an issue, he said, oh, but in December, I'm going to go to Mexico. I was like, it's July. Bro, that's like six months from now. What do you mean? Like, why is that holding you up? So then after that, he was like, oh, and then I don't know if I can make the times. I'm like, dude, you, we fixed the first problem. Yeah. Now we're tracking the second problem. Now you got another problem. At the end of the day, you just don't want it. You're just trying to find excuses. You're just trying to find excuses. Excuses. And that's something that I learned recently with the with with like the summer camp that I did, yeah. right? Hundred percent free, right? But at the end of the day, it was just about people not wanting to do it. It's not really a money thing. People buy shit all the time that's that they can't afford, but they buy it because it's something they want. So at the end of the day, it's how bad you want it. And yeah. this guy is a definition of that. Sure. That, that's why I wanted to have you on here is you got three full-time jobs and you still make it a fucking way to be here. No excuses. No excuses. <laughs> he's just getting a little camera shot right now and he's half asleep. So, I, I, I'll be late sometimes, but no excuses. No excuses. I still make it. Yeah. I so that was enough for my rant. Let's go back to his story. Okay. Where, so you have this ambition to get money when you're young. It got you in trouble. What kind of trouble did it get you in? It's you said law. law yeah, was it, was it like... Was it like serious or was it like petty? Like, uh, what happened? Shit, it was like a little slap in the wrist. What you mean at by first when I was younger, it was weed. Yeah, it was a slap on the wrist. Uh, and then uh, once I turned, once I got out of school, um, it just turned into other things. And then uh, after that, yeah, I went to actual jail. And then I was in and out of jail till I was 2012. Like, well, I was 21. Um, in and out of jail for little, just for little like, little just for little stupid stuff. Yeah, not, not even not in and out. Just like what, like two times I probably went to jail just yeah. for just for something stupid. Um, then I was driving with my friends and I was in the back seat of uh, one of my friends' car, and uh, we were just driving down Broadway. Some dudes pulled up next to us and they were just like, you know, they start talking mess to my homie and I was driving, and uh, they were going back and forth, and. All of a sudden, the dude in the backseat of the other car, it's like 12 in broad daylight right there. It was back in the day, it was food source or right there. And yeah. they were just driving and dude in the back uh, just pulled out a gun and shot the whole car up. Pow, pow. The first bullet went by my face. It went through the window. And then after that, I just dug down and uh, it, it I got shot in my chest. It went through my lungs and everything. And uh, I went to the hospital and pretty much I was there for... So I was there till Thanksgiving. I got out Thanksgiving Day. I'll never forget that day. Uh, after that, this when you got, were like twenty two. Yeah, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. I got I got better uh, after that. I healed up. It was like now I was like twenty one. Yeah, 
I healed, I got better, and uh, my mom, she's always making a big deal about it. She's like, Mijo, you need to do something. You know, like, she's always worried about me. I mean, every mom worried about their, their son. Yeah. So she was just, uh, you need to do something. You need to do something to uh, stay out of trouble. You know, you gotta quit being a good, you know. Because right after that, I was in the McDonald's, and something happened in the McDonald's drive through where somebody shot my car up. <laughs> so you're getting shot now, left and right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But all because of somebody you hang around with. And that's why I tell, like, all the kids, Nowadays, yeah. you know, it's a, it's not about who you are. It's not about what you do. It's all about who you hang around with, you that's, know? That's huge and, right there. And, and like, and that's what I tell all the, I get to tell my story to the kids now in the boxing gym because like, you know, you are who you hang around with, you know? If you're, if you're gonna hang around with somebody with no money, chances are you're not gonna have no money. Yep. You're gonna be broke if you, you know? Exactly. So like, I was literally just talking about that yesterday with somebody, but it's hundred percent on, spot on. Yeah. You, you are, you can say, Whatever you're not, oh, I'm not like them or whatever. But you're hanging out with them. You like them. You're gonna get yeah. assumed to be them, and yeah. you're gonna get shot just like them, regardless if it was you or not. So, so, so that's yeah, great advice. that's that's what happened. And then uh, after that, I got healed up, got better. My mom was always worried. She was like, "You need to do something." So she was all like, and "Back then, I was I didn't have no money at the time, no jobs." She was like, uh, "She's like, I'll help you out. We'll try to find like a little boxing gym." So I started boxing and. Uh, Turns out I really liked it, and then uh, just went from just it just went from going like a couple of times a week to just me going like every day, and then every day, every day, every day, and then I just stuck with it since. And it's so, like, what did you like about it? I don't know. Just help. Just I don't know. Just help help my day. Just like, yeah. it made me feel good after I you know yeah. I slept good. My day, you know, if I was frustrated throughout the day, I let my anger out in the gym, and then you know it turned out that I wasn't like I was actually pretty decent. You know, I wasn't yeah. like bad at it so it's like it's like finally you know i got something that i'm kind of good at you know so i could just, I just and it felt good yeah it felt you felt good. accomplished yeah yeah especially after training yeah i just felt good so um how long did it take till you got your first amateur fight i'd say about a year about a year year or two couple yeah couple years yeah and then finally and then, yeah how many amateur fights did you got um i'd say about like 16. 16 amateur fights yeah it was Top. hard it's harder to get amateur fights when you're older yeah. Yeah. So talk talk about your amateur fights. What so, that was like. What, what was that like? It was cool. Actually, I was like six and zero. Tell, tell me about the first one. First, the, your very first amateur fight. Let's talk about. And the first amateur fight was I had my whole family there. It was crazy, and uh, it's just you're just nervous. Nervous. Yeah. yeah you just gassed out like instantly. Yeah. But, just because of the nerves. Yeah. 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 It's just. But where was just, it at? You remember it? Uh, it was at the, what is it, that place on what? In Carmichael? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On where? Carmichael or what? In Car in Car no, in Carmichael. Uh, Gilbert's? Gilbert's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Zaragoza. Yeah, 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 at the Car uh, boxing. Yeah, it was game. there. And then, um, yeah, I won my first fight. I won, gosh, I, I had a winning streak to like six, six and oh, and then uh, I went to go, we got, I had to fight with some dude from Brentwood, and then I went and uh, ate Denny's, but I ate too much Denny's. And yeah, it was bad. My stomach was messed up. I had diarrhea. It was, it was bad. And uh, I got into the ring. I didn't have no energy at all. And that's when you got your pretty, first loss? First L. Gave up that fight pretty much. Just I couldn't do nothing. I was just tired. I was sick. Yeah. So, and the food. Too much greasy food. That's another thing to tell everybody. Don't eat too much greasy food after. Yeah, Alex can can relate. Yeah. One time he had some Chinese food before and he was feeling it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Especially when your body's so used to like, you clean know, eating. eating clean and then all of a sudden you just go to eating like shit the day of the fight. It's yeah. just bad. Don't ever do that. So you had 16 fights. After that, you had 10 more fights. 
Yeah, it, um, it was just hard to get fights as an amateur. Just I used to go to a lot of events and fighters didn't show up. Being yeah. Selena's didn't show up, you know, just they yeah. didn't, just like that. So what made you transition? Is that what made you transition to a pro? No, um, I, got, I actually actually got robbed a couple times um, in a couple of my fights. And uh, I'm almost older. And then at the time, my coach was all like, no, fuck that. We're done. No, yeah. it's just like fuck it, we're done then. Let's, yeah, let's do it. and that's something that's very common in boxing. Uh, that's actually why I talk about during. There's a certain phase in the warrior program where we literally, I literally preach that where you want to become numb, meaning uh, don't let your emotions get the best out of you because you're gonna get robbed, you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna lose, you're gonna win, you're gonna get hurt. Your emotions are gonna get hurt. All sorts of things are gonna happen. Yeah. And you can't let those things distract you from your end goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, but so what? How, how did you handle your your times you got robbed? Like, how did you handle that? Were you pissed off? Were you okay with it? Nah, I wasn't. I was. I was upset. It. But uh, the the main thing I tell all these, especially all these kids here, that it's not about what the judges think. It's not about what the decision is. It's all that matters is what your coach thinks. If your yeah. coach thinks you did like ass, then you feel bad, you know? Then, yeah. But if your coach thinks you did a good job, then yeah, there's good. nothing There's nothing to be mad about. That's, that's, some all. Good, that's some good advice. And you know what? I'll be real. Uh, you've been a great, great leader to a lot of the young kids here. And I've heard you say that to them at fights. Yeah. And and another thing is you always show up and support them. So that's badass, Ruben. Yeah. But that's some great advice. Um, doesn't matter what the judges say at the end of the day is. What your coach thinks. Yeah, That's and also how you feel. Think Also, yeah, what your coach feels. And I also think how you feel matters too. Yeah. So that's good. So then you, you 16 fights in, amateur fights, uh, amateur boxing become, comes to the end. Explain to people that don't know what is the difference between amateur boxing and professional boxing. And what is the process to go from an amateur boxer to a professional boxer? Honestly... I don't know. I mean, the environment's different. You know, you go from the weigh-ins, everything is all different. The whole setup's different, but uh, um, the nerves go away. I don't know. For me, it went away. they went away. I felt more comfortable fighting without a headgear. You know, it's just like some people say that. Yeah, you, yeah. you just breathe. You can breathe more. You're just like you're not. It's like it's like you're claustrophobic almost. You know, it's like. Yeah. But uh, no, I felt better fighting without a headgear, and uh, I don't know. Just like, you know, the, the events change. Uh, a lot of things change. Yeah. Um, you know, you become a little bit more, you know. How, how, uh, what, what do you got to do to become pro? Uh, for first of all, you got to, you got to want, to, you got to want to do it. You know, you can't just, it's not about just, oh, I'm going to go pro. You know, if you get hurt, that's how people get hurt, thinking that they're just going to go pro. Yeah. They're not ready for it. Uh, you got to do a bunch of fucking, uh, what is it? Oh, excuse my language. It's right, it's uh, right. You got to do a a bunch of tests, like tests, like an MRI, and, all yeah. for that. And then like eye tests, Drug, uh, drugs, everything. You got to do a bunch of, and then uh, you get pretty much to pay some money, go to the commission office. Um, and then they give you a federal ID. And then after you've done all that, then you're ready to go pretty much. Yep. And then, do you know why I had you explain that? Why? Because some people don't understand that 
oh, it is. It's a bunch of tests and paperwork. Yeah, anybody it's, can go pro. Anybody can go be, pro. You just got to be ready. But that is why Ruben said you have to really dedicate yourself and and really want this because if not, you'll get hurt. Because yeah, people don't realize that at the end of the day, when we jump in this ring, we're actually risking our lives. You know? Yeah, and, and like, you will get hurt. Yeah, not for sure. If you're not uh, taking it serious and it's not something you really live it, you know? At the end of the day, everything shows. You know, you can tell yeah, for sure. how serious you take this. And, but yeah, so you transition to the pro career. Uh, talk about your your pro your pro fights. You know, your they're actually pretty pretty fun, man. Yeah. I like it. I like I like boxing a lot. Like I love this. I love this sport. Wh which one is to this date now? You have how many uh, boxing? Seven which, fights. Seven. Five uh, and two. Which one out of those seven is part of your favorite fight? To date, because you're not done fighting. So to date, which one's your favorite one? Uh, that's a hard. I don't know. They're all of them actually pretty. Eh. All of them, even the L's, man. I took, you know, because you learn from them. You don't no. really, you don't really take an L as a loss. Like one of them was a two week notice, and I was on PBC. And then the other one, I was at 147. That's my only fight at 147. And uh, everybody that's seen that fight, you know, knows that I was winning. Just got tired, gassed yeah. out, lost too much weight last minute. I wasn't, shoot, I was hitting mitts before the fight and I felt tired. Yeah. I was just like, my body was depleted. I did whatever I could to make weight and yeah. I barely made weight. Yeah. yeah, 147, I can't do it. I stick at 154. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I don't go to 147 no more because of that. But yeah, that was, that was my first one. And then the second one was against uh, Trayvon Marshall. Felt pretty good too because I did good. I just, you know, I just didn't do enough. But um, on that fight, um, shoot, he knocked out everybody right now. If you uh, if you look at his record, he's like shit, yeah, fifteen and zero or something like that. I don't know. And the only person he could knock out was me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything everybody else is knockout. That's good. Yeah. How do you uh, like? What what is your? Why are you doing this? Like why? What's what's the reason behind you? What's your what's your motive? What's your drive? Um, honestly, the sport. I love boxing, man. I love to fight, um, and I know for a fact um, I could, I could still do something. You know, it just takes that. It just it's opportunities you get in life. You gotta, you gotta take advantage of them. And I know for sure. I keep doing this. I'm gonna get another big opportunity to, to prove myself. Yeah. And I still do it. For me, man. Like, like this is all I know. Like I've been doing this for what. How long now? She was in, I started boxing in 2014. So about like, what, eight eight years straight. Every day after work, go straight to the gym. Like, literally, I barely have it. And the only time I take uh, time off is after fights. That's it. Yeah. But like, just... This has been your life. Just, yeah, literally. So it's like, like I don't feel sane uh, not doing it. You know, it's like, this is this is what I want to do. And yeah. I'm going to do it until uh, my body says no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What is one of the biggest things you've learned or if you could change anything in your boxing career? What is that thing that you kind of be like, oh, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have, what is that? Travel more in amateurs. That's what I like about uh, you. Like uh, for all your amateur fighters, you take them like not just California, you know what I mean? Utah, Seattle, yeah. stuff like that. When I was an amateur, I barely traveled. It was just Northern California. That's why I only had 16 fights within a shoot, a lot, a lot of years, you yeah. know, it's like, there's some, you go to LA, like you were saying, you could fight every weekend, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the position I was in and the place I was in, I, I they, we, they didn't really travel. So yeah. I was just stuck. Yeah. And that's a good point. I mean, 
uh, when you when I look at developing athletes and boxers, I try to compare it to other sports. And if you look at any sport at the top level, AAU or whatever, in basketball, baseball, whatever sport it is, they always travel. They, they don't just keep playing. Like top team, uh, high school teams don't just play in Roseville. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't just play in San Francisco. They start traveling. So it's the same thing with with boxers, you know, you got to get out because if not, you will only end yeah. up with 16 fights. Yeah, you, you got to get the exposure. You have to get the exposure and you got to go everywhere and you got to do all these tournaments. Yeah. Regardless if you win or lose them, like you said earlier, you're going to learn from your losses. And yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's another that's another good thing to all those athletes that are listening right now, uh, especially those that are amateurs right now, is don't get caught up no. Staying in the same spot for too long. The key, the key in boxing is, uh, especially in amateurs, is experience. That's it. It's mm -hmm. not about win, lose, draws. The experience It's about you know how many fights you get. And, you yep. Know. So don't get caught up. I'm yeah. undefeated. I got ten fights nah, undefeated. You know, record, records don't mean nothing. In it amateur. does not matter at all. Just the experience. But yeah, it's, it's a good, good. So that way, when you go to the pros, you don't have no butterflies. You don't yep. got none of that. It's just another fight, you know. So you're it's ready like, to go. All right, you're ready to go. You done fought them all, tall, big, small. Yep. You know, so you already experienced. You like, experienced it all. Yeah. Exactly. So now, um, what's what's what is something that you're looking to do different in your August fifth fight that you didn't do in your last fight? What is something people can expect from Ruben? I don't know, man. The, the guy might be watching. We're gonna have to come out with this video <laughs> after the fight. <laughs> All right. All right. You don't gotta say detail, but uh, what, do you, what can people expect uh, from you? You don't gotta give much me your you, game plan, but uh, it's what, like, what, what is, is it? something that that they can expect from Ruben? Uh, besides, I mean, followers. everybody likes to watch me fight. They like to put on a good, you know, because I put on a good show. You yeah, know, that's why you're the main event. Yeah, everybody likes to watch. What me happened fight. last time? Everyone was upset yeah, you were at the main event. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Long story short, the crowd went. Bye bye. After I fought, yeah, <laughs> the crowd went bye bye. <laughs> but uh, nah. Uh, so what was the question again? No, what is something you're looking to do different, or something that you that you want to um, in this fight? In this upcoming fight, is there anything you want to be like? Hey, I want to be um, slower with with setting up shots. I want to be faster. Pretty much. I want to uh, feel better. I want to. Is there combos. anything? Yeah, that's it. My, it was pretty much what my coach says. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's good. It's just like, uh, like you say, muscle memory. So I gotta, so I gotta practice on doing everything uh, the same thing every day. It's boring after a while, but you know, just, he kind of gets a little upset. Now yeah, yeah, it's just, but if you do the same thing every uh, every day, your your mind will get used to yeah. doing that in actual fights. So. That's what I've been working on, you know, a lot. Just, uh, just need yeah. to throw more combos. That's it. Just combinations. Other than That's that, good. and what comes with combos is a more exciting fight, you know, because yep. I'll be throwing more punches. Yep. <laughs> that is good. So let's talk about how you ended up here. Let's oh, talk about that. All right. Because uh, I met you a few times. We, we like, hooked up for sparring. We, yeah. We seen each other at fights. I came here at 4 in the morning one time for sparring, too, and I yeah. wasn't here. Yep. Yeah, you're right. We did that yeah, one time. For, Dave, for David's fight. Yep. Um, and just for, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. One time, uh, yeah, you did come one time. So Ruben, we, we were always cool. You know, I always liked Ruben. And one thing I liked about Ruben, and I told you this when we talked, you always show love. You were always cool. You know, you never, yeah. and it's weird. You know, some people are are a little weird when, when 
you're not in the same gym or they have like the tension, you kind of feel it, you know? Yeah. But Ruben was always solid. Um, how, how was, how was, how did everything play out for you to that made you want to make the decision to come here? Like, how did that come about? It was always in the back of my head. Yeah. Well, well, I just seen how how it was here. You know, I seen how you, especially you know, every time that we ran into each other, you was always hella cool. So, but like I seen how you uh, treated your fighters. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I was just always in the back of my head. I was like, man, I wish I would have did that. You know, I wish mm -hmm. my coach would have did that for me when I was uh, amateur. You know, and you know, travel more and do all these things. And uh, pretty much just the the way you you train, the way it is here, the environment. Every time I uh, seen you guys. I don't know, I just had it in the back of my head, like, man, if I ever go to a different gym, it's gonna be there, you know what I mean? I yeah. have to go try it out there. So, so yeah, when I, when I, finally I stopped boxing for what, like a year? I was just dealing with a bunch of drama and um, stopped boxing for like a year. And then, um, like, man, I need to, I need to get back into boxing. So, I was like, where am I gonna go? Like, shit, it's Roseville, but like, that's the only place that, you know, I see myself, you know what I mean, going. Yeah. And uh, so I came here, I gave it a shot and, I was, you know, I was kind of nervous at first. I was like, man, what if he says no? <laughs> yeah, because it was a little process because you just started yeah. training right away. No, I know. Yeah, I remember. And then you were just like, ah, it was still like, you know, 50-50, even though when I did talk to you, you know, I was just like, man, you know, this is... You remember give, what I told you? Give me a shot. Uh, you... Because it was like a month. Yeah, you told me, you're like, all right, just, we'll see, you know, just, you, you start having me come at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I just... It wasn't okay. It was more of a yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know how serious. You wanted to see how serious I was. Yeah, because look, every, I get people that come all the time that say they want to box, right? And then with you, uh, you're, you know, I was like, you know, how serious is this guy going to be? And I, I'm like this with, with everybody, but with pros, I wanna, I wanna see what your intentions are of really doing this, and if it's worth my time. Because yeah. if I invest time in you, it takes time away from everybody else. Yeah, not, not saying sure. that's bad or good, but no, I but you want make it to sure be worth it. it. It was worth it. Yeah. yeah. And um, and that's what I had to think about because I said no to a lot of people before. No, for and, sure. And and what made me say yes to you is your attitude and the way you carried yourself. You know, yeah. and it made me really be like, you know what? I'll give this. I'll give this dude a try, and I want to see it. And that's why I tested you with four a.m. and I tested you with the running. Because I'm like, if you can't do this time in yeah. these runs, then it's not gonna work. Because yeah. I already know how I am, and, and it's not just gonna, it's not gonna work. And then you were having me spar with everybody for like 12 rounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was testing him. I was testing him. He was really fast, and he was really about it. But yeah, you did great. Um, I, I'll be real, man. You you passed my expectations. I didn't think you would be um, this dedicated. Yeah. You know, this dedicated and. And keep up with with everything. You're a really good leader, a good teammate to to the young kids. Okay. Uh, you you are in plus, like I said, you you're holding up a job, a full time job, and not an easy job. This fool always shows up with cuts, lose. I'm damn near yeah, gonna lose a finger burn one day. Right here. Burns. Uh, burn my head the other day. Yeah. Too. What do you do? Explain what you do full time. I so do. Uh, know. I do roll up doors and dock equipment. Uh, but this past couple of weeks, I've been doing mainly dock equipment and. It's it uh, requires a bunch of welding and torching. So all day I'm in the sun just sitting there torching out old docks, welding in new docks. And I travel a lot. So like, it'd be like, I'd be like somewhere in Fairfield or Stockton. Like the other day I was in Winters and I wasn't able to make it here in time, but I still went home and uh, 
ran four miles and hit the bag and did my workout and stuff at my house. And I sent him all my... Uh, yeah. And and that's... that's I love that he said that because that right there is a the difference. When you can't make it to the gym, that's fine. You can't make it, but you can still run. Yeah. You don't need to be in the gym to run. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that separates the people that are serious and the people that are not serious. Because it's easy to be like, hey, coach, I can't make it today. Put the phone down, lay down, and go, go to sleep. Yeah, but it's yeah. different to be like, hey, I really can't make it, but you know, I'll, I'm going to get my miles in. Yeah. I'm going to do this, yeah. and I'm going to do that. And that's what you do. you know. And and I respect that. If you communicate it and you show me that you're really trying to make it happen, you just couldn't make it, bro. Yeah, it, dude, it's, we're working we're, late sometimes. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it going. Yeah, so, and then... Uh, like I got a time set, so like every every job I go to, I make sure like I got to leave by this time to make it to my house by this time. And then once I get home, cause I drive straight home in my truck, and then I get home, I just run in the house, get ready real quick, run out, grab my bag, and bam, yeah. hit the road. And we're how far are you from the gym? We're not. He's nah, not around the corner. He nah, explain explain traffic, your drive. Explain with, where you at. Explain everything. Yeah, I'm in like uh, pretty much Midtown area. Well, South Sac. Um, yeah, so it's like a good 45, 50 minutes with, with traffic, traffic and 4 30, 5 p.m. 30, 25 to 30 minutes with no traffic. Like right now, I got here in 25 minutes, but I was going like 90, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, with cool. traffic, though, like fifty, a good 50 minutes, an hour to get here yeah. after work. So like I got to get to my house by like at least, like I had to leave my house by at least like 4.20 to get here at 5.20. Yeah. So, and he starts at 5.15, so I try to leave my house by four o'clock, but if that don't, you know, worst comes hard. to worst, yeah, the latest, the latest yeah. is like 4.30, yeah. that's my mark. And I have to, my navigation, uh, it the route chain changes every time because of traffic, so I always type it in no matter what. I mean, I know how to get here, but I just type it in my phone just in case an accident. So I, sometimes it takes me down Y, sometimes it takes me down Hal, sometimes it takes me to the freeway, or sometimes it takes me somewhere. Yeah. Like yesterday, it took me some crazy way. It told me to get off on Riverside. Oh, yeah. I'm and go down. down. The back yeah. Foothills. Yeah, there, there must have been like an accident or something. But yeah, yeah it made me take the... It That's cool. Me, yeah, so... Uh, there's, a, there's a question I got uh, they wanted me to ask you. Um, how do you feel representing in the gym when you fight? Oh, man, it feels great. Look at me. I, I try to buy every shirt that comes out. You know what I'm saying? This one's the 4th of July edition. <laughs> the 4th of July. This is the Make America Great Again edition. America. America. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that shirt is hard, though. I yeah, love that shirt. I, like I wore that shirt. on 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what about it feels great? Oh, man. Just like, because what do you like uh, about it? your name, man. It's not like, it's like representing a place that has a bad name is like something where you're like, oh, fuck. I should be saying this name here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, but your name's good. So it's like the gym's a, a great, you know, it's a great, everybody knows your gym as being a great gym. So it yeah. just feels good coming out of a good gym, you know, a great gym and a, you know, great place. And uh, yeah, representing, it feels good representing your gym. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. I'm going to say something about this. Do you remember when you first came over, when you sent me a text and you were like, hey, is it okay if I put it in my bio? You remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? Yeah. yeah. So... When you said that, it made me, it made me um, look at everything different. Not different, but it made me realize how proud and how bad you wanted to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not for sure. And it just shows because there's people that put it in their bio. There's people that don't. None of them is forced. Like I didn't text you, hey Ruben, 
You yeah. better put this in your bio yeah, yeah, or yeah. I don't want your training here. You know what I'm saying? On, yeah. your, on your social media. But it's something that came from the heart from within you on your own. Yeah. And you do that with everything else. You do that. Like, I didn't tell you to wear this shirt today. I didn't uh, tell you to do this. I didn't tell you. That's all that's coming within yourself by you. Uh, like the taco thing you did. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell you come out here and start cooking up tacos for everybody. That's something that came from you. Yeah. And when you drive love out of pure just kindness, just, just because that's something that's from your heart, yeah. people do that back to you. So when you come, when it's come fight time and all that, how many people show up to your fight? Yeah. A lot. How, how many people, you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe in karma a lot. So like, you know, you do good, good things will come. You know, yeah. good karma and do bad, you're gonna have bad karma. So. Yeah. So most of the time, I'm always trying to do good and go out my way for everybody else. My girl hates it. <laughs> he said my girl hates it. <laughs> You're always trying to do good Shout for people. Shout out to Corinne, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You better say her name. Hey, Corinne. No, I'm playing. Uh, and, and, Karini. and she will light his ass up, too, by yeah, the way. She, she boxed. And I be watching him slap box sometimes. And I be yeah. worried. She be catching me. Wow. <laughs> No, nah, but, but yeah, no, nah, she, uh, yeah, because I always go out the way to help other people, like, especially my family, you know, my mom, everybody else. It's like, even with people that, you know, that, that I, if I know you're a good person and I know, you know, you mean good, I will help you. If, yeah. If I got it and I know it'll, it'll help you, I will, I will help you. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. I'm the same way about yeah. that. I 100% agree. Good, good karma, man. One day I'm going to hit that Powerball, boy. Yep. And <laughs> how do you feel about, we're going to talk about that. because We're going to head, we're actually going to be in LA next week. And uh, tell them why, why you say the Powerball thing. Go ahead. Uh, everybody Go. always wins in LA. Everybody always wins. So I'm going to hit up all the gas stations and find Powerball tickets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a gambler. He loves scratchers. He oh, loves man. Powerball. You should see my truck. It's horrible. Yeah. I actually just hit like 170 on scratchers two days ago. I bought five scratchers the other day, $20 ones. I spent 100 bucks. That's what right? I did. I'm like, I got to win out of one of these. I didn't win shit on all of them. And the guy that I was working with, he was like, I'm going to go buy the next one. Anyway. I was all like, nah, because I, I spent all I had was 100 bucks cash in the place. They didn't take car. They only took cash. So he was like, I'm going to go buy the next one. He went about the next one and won 200 bucks. I was like, you motherfucker. But he's cool, though. He's like, here's 40 bucks, bro. Uh, you didn't have to give me that, but he, uh, that was nice of him. Yeah, that was nice, <laughs> that was nice of him, but you asshole. <laughs> How do you feel about, you know, this training camp? You're going to go to L.A. We actually got sparring in L.A. And then we're going to be in Vegas for yeah, sparring. Yeah, um, How do you feel about all that? Are you I feel excited? Great. You... I feel great, man. It, it also, I mean, it just just makes you, uh, makes the, it makes you feel like the fight's going to, you know, you're actually going to be, what's the word? Like uh, Ready? Confident? Well, for sure, ready and get your confidence is up, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're not just... You know, you're not just sparring, you know, just regular people in your hometown. You're, you're, you know, Sacramento got some good fighters, but, you know, it's also the seeing, uh, what is it? Every, there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of different styles in boxing, you know, mm -hmm. there's, you know, especially with height and, and everything like that. So just to get the fill out to, to spar other people, especially people that, you know, have a lot of experience, uh, it's going to make me feel real confident. Yeah. 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 And 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 that's where it can become. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. But yeah, it is. It is. I'm I'm excited for the for the sparring. I'm excited for the training for the experience. But it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Um, I had someone ask me that why red and blue? Why'd you pick these colors? Oh, because David already had purple and black, man. And I know you like the Kings, so oh. I was all like, man, I'm gonna do red and blue. We're gonna do. We're gonna throw it back. Okay. Okay. 
Look at this guy thinking of me. Oh, so sweet. He said, I know you like red and blue. I'm a nice guy, man. Yeah, nice man. And again, it's not even my night. It's your night. You can do whatever you want. You want to wear pink. Well, I wear pink with you. But I, I like, honestly, my mom's favorite color was royal blue. And I like, like, I like mine's like turquoise and teal and colors like that. So I like that kind of blue. That's like my favorite color. And, uh, but, um, no, like, uh, but I did. like the Kings too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I grew up a Kings fan, diehard Kings fan with my dad. But then, like, as I got older. Did you, my, did you become a Warrior fan nah, too? No, hell nah. I just, my mind, my mind, hell nah. My, <laughs> my girl's a Warrior fan, bro. Hey, That's what we'd be slap boxing Give, give him the faith. What, what are that great? Uh, oh, man. And I witnessed it myself. I didn't believe it, but I witnessed it myself. What? Explain to all every, the young Warrior fans out Every there. Warriors fan was once a Kings fan. <laughs> I didn't believe it until I seen the King's blanket in the closet of a Warriors fan. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and, and, and when you found the blanket, the King's blanket in the Warriors I, house. I put it on video to make sure I got them on, put them on blast, you know. And then what did you tell him? I said it to this guy. And I told him, I was like, he was right. He was right. I didn't believe it. He was right. And, and, and what did sure. they say? That's when they had Bibi. That's when they had Bibi. <laughs> That was oh, the best. Man. That was the best. Uh, I told you. I told uh, you. No, but yeah, I grew up a, a Kings fan. My dad, we used to go to the all, like, it's cool that Bobby Jackson goes here because I used to, like, actually, one of the times uh, I went to, like, an event where they, he had was signing autographs and stuff, and me and my dad waited in this long-ass line just to get something signed. I remember I spilled barbecue all over. I went to the barbecue truck and accidentally dropped it all over myself. That's how I'll never forget that day. But, um, nah, like, we went to all, all the little meet and greets. But then, you know, I mean, as I got older, my, you know, I started like um, from sports, I started going the bad route, which yeah. didn't lead me nowhere. And I stopped uh, paying attention to basketball, but, and then the Kings started losing and then it kind but of- you're back now. There. I'm back, you know, I'm back, I'm back. Like the beam. But nah. <laughs> like the beam, nah. But uh, nah, I still really ain't into basketball like that. I still really ain't into basketball. Yeah. I like the Kings. I'm a Kings fan. I'm not a diehard Kings fan like you. But you don't. But you I'm don't a Kings watch fan. I don't. I don't watch it a lot. And um, I never like liked another basketball team. Yeah. If I was to like another basketball team, it'd just be somewhere because half my family's from Denver. Mm-hmm. So like, if, oh come on, get out of here! Just won the championship. Now he's a Denver nah, fan. No, 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 not even that. Like even with nah, the Bronco, yeah. even with the Broncos, like that, like uh, yeah, you got like, family in Denver. Yeah, I got family. So you got in a soft spot there. Yeah, yeah, so. that makes sense. But I'm I'm mainly a, a Niners fan and a Kings fan. So. Yeah. yeah, yep, Niners fan. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. But no, I'm joking. going to the Niners and Cowboys game, man. I'm joking. Yeah, so we talked about that. I think we tackled everything. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. Uh, one thing before I get into random questions, if you can give anyone advice, uh, what advice would you give them? You know, uh, it could be boxing advice, it could be life advice, whatever advice you want to give to the people out listening. What advice would you give them? Um, shoot, I don't know. Uh, Play the Powerball in LA. That, that, that's right. That's true. Where, what is it? You don't got no advice for them? Um, follow, chase your dreams, man. Don't give up. That's the main thing. People give up. They they get they have a bad day. And you give up, you stop. Just because you have a bad day, don't mean. I mean, the best in people, you know, that are the best in the world have bad days. Everybody has bad days. There was days where I got my ass kicked in sparring, but I couldn't go to sleep at night because I was just trying to figure out like, how am I gonna get this dude back? Like, what was he doing that yep. I can like, you know, get the best of him? And, yep. and I would continue to work until I got better than that person. You know what I mean? You never, 
never uh, stop chasing your dreams because of a bad day. That's that's the that's it. You know, that's that, I see that a lot. Where a lot of kids, they just have one bad day and they're like, oh yeah, this shit ain't for me. Yep, I quit. Yeah, I'm done. I'm gone. I'm done. No, fuck that. It's gonna, gonna take go. bad days to make, you know, a, a great one. You know yep. what I mean? And that's, I, that's my advice. I right agree there. with you. That's some that's some dope ass advice. Yeah, I like that. I like that. How is it? Uh, you have your three jobs. One of them is your family. You have two daughters. How is it managing daughter time and family time, work time, boxing time, you time? That's a whole lot of, how do you manage that in 24 hours? Get your kids into boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so that way I can come to the gym with you for one. <laughs> okay. And then, they make them watch it with you so that way they want to watch it. So that way on your free time, you're like, hey, let's watch. You want to watch some boxing? She's like, yeah, let's watch. Nah, He's not lying. Yeah, he does have his daughter in here. I'm yeah. like, man, this fucking guy. She'd she be up in My eight-year-old comes up in here. She likes it. She used to do jiu-jitsu, actually. I had her in jiu-jitsu. And um, so with that, she, she stopped. She's like, I want to just do boxing. So she comes into boxing with me some days when I have her. Uh, but and then my three-year-old, I got her into like watching boxing. So I'd be like... I will, on the, we'll just be chilling, laying down on the couch. I'm like, what do you want to watch? I want to watch Pow Pow. I want to watch Pow Pow. That's what she calls boxing. And I'll put on something. She'll be like, no, Pow Pow. And then she liked that movie Creed, the, uh, the new Creed movie. So she always wanted to watch Creed. She wanted to watch, she, she, she liked the parts uh, where they were fighting, especially. So yeah. Other than that, though, like uh, as far as like uh, spending time with them, um, I don't have time for myself, so I don't never have. I never have like time for myself. So everything I do is like, like for my kids, pretty much. So like, uh, all my free time is just my kids, pretty much. My weekends, if I'm not boxing, I'm with my kids. That's it. We go to the the lake or something, do things. Yeah. I try to spend as much time with them as possible. Take my dog for a walk every night uh, with them. Uh, just try to be in their lives as much as possible because I'm always gone. So. That's yeah. pretty much the the only thing I can really do. They like to be on the water a lot, so I try to take them on the water a lot. Yeah, but. that's cool. Yep, and as young as loves French fries. Yeah, French fries. <laughs> French fries. You can kidnap her with some French fries. <laughs> Random person, you know, yeah. don't pull up with no candy. Be like, I got French fries. And she gone. She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, uh, let's get into some random questions now. So you're going to go hang out, eat somewhere, go eat. Where would you go? What's your spot to go out to eat on a Saturday night? If I wasn't here? fighting? Yeah, you're not fighting. You're I like seafood. I like seafood though. All right, where are you going? Uh, Where's your spot? Shoot, or whatever. Honestly though, the, I got lots of spots, man, for seafood. No, I got like two or three. I like uh, well, boiling crab is good, of course. There's Chasen's and Outgrove, but I like Station 16 is my favorite. Yeah. It's just a little bit more pricier, but that's my favorite spot right there. Station 16? Yeah. What, what do you like there? The uh, lobster mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fire. Yeah, I like seafood. Yeah. Um, right. Other than that, uh, if I'm fighting, especially, I try to eat seafood. But if I'm not fighting, I pig out, man, I could eat. Yeah. I, I could eat. So. Yeah, you always like, posting uh, food. Yeah, food, tacos. And your tacos were pretty good. Tacos, man. I know all the taco spots in Stockton, man. <laughs> Every corner, there's a taco truck out there. But the good, there's only like two or three good ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, growing up, what's, who's someone you, you idled or who's one of your role models or somebody you looked up to growing up? Is there anybody? Nah, my, well, I mean, my dad, for one, because, you know, like, uh, I mean, for sure my dad, you know, he, he was a hard worker. My dad always, no matter what, he, he, he worked. He worked, uh, 
but you know. So, um, I mean, there was a lot of, I mean, we weren't the perfect family, but you know, as far as like the work ethic, I feel like I got it from my dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I always looked up to him. He always, uh, he's always, they always took care of me as best as they could. We didn't have it, you know, but yeah. they always took care of me as best as they could. So that's, that's what, that's who I looked up to cool. the most, my dad. Hell yeah. Uh, how can people stay connected with you? If people want to follow you or connect with you, how can, how can they stay connected with you? Man, come to the gym, you know. Work out together. Yeah, <laughs> nah, Instagram or anything. Yeah, that guy Instagram Ru uh, Ru underscore nine one six. You can hit me up on there. Uh, but um, that's it. Anything else not allowed? Corinne said no. Yeah, she said no. She said no. Yeah, I can't get my I can't get my phone number out. My girl be tripping. <laughs> By the way, if you do, don't call me past like five o'clock. Nah. <laughs> hey, you about to get in trouble for oh, that? Look at this. She no, it's not her. Maybe something I real quick. Wake up, Ruben. <laughs> that was actually her calling. Nah, that was my alarm. But uh, all right, so you nah, yeah, it's just inst Instagram, and then yeah, if uh, shit, I'm at the gym every day. If, shit, come hang out and try the gym out. I mean, shit, it's a, it's a great place to be. Honestly, like uh, the the vibe, everything here is just great. Like you know, you 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 know, some gyms you always find like a bad vibe. You always find yeah. that like ah, you know, there's always that one thing. But I have yet to find something bad about this place. It's yeah. always just everybody here just is is awesome. Like this is this is dope. It's yeah, a, it's a it's a good vibe. What is the biggest difference you think? Because you've seen a lot of different gyms. What do you think is the difference? The structure, the structure. Like uh, as far as like all the levels, like uh, what is it? You know the Attila and the yeah. you know, the impeller. Like like you really gotta work to get it. It's not just something that's like okay, here's your book. Let's go fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you gotta. Show me, you know, chore discipline, you know what I mean? Not a lot of people have discipline. Like you get these, you probably get these kids sometimes that were just spoiled brats and they were raised like, that didn't have no kind of structure. And then here you are yeah. trying to give them some structure, you know what I yep. mean? But that right there is gonna tip, is gonna make these kids better. That's what, and, and, and it teaches them, you know what yeah, I mean? So true. that way, if they do, uh, you know, if they ever leave here, they have, some kind of structure, you know what I mean? They kind of have some kind of like uh, confidence in coaching, you know, and, and you know, working with, uh, becoming a people person, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, you're going to make all these fighters deal with people. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, uh, you know, I helped me, uh, helped me too, you know, just the gym. Yeah. Yep, for sure. That is dope. That is dope. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before we end the podcast? Anything you want to uh, say or anything? No, how, I mean, how can people get uh, tickets to your fight? Um, I am always busy, man. Like you said, I got three jobs. So, uh, but come to the gym, Jose Morales Boxing Academy, and we have them at the front desk. Oh. Uh, other than that, you can hit me up on Instagram, and I have a. Uh, I gave some to my parents. Uh, my girl got some, and you guys can meet up with them if you're in South Sac area, and they will be more than happy to meet with you to sell you some tickets. Yep. Sounds good. Other than that. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I hope to see you guys August 5th for Ruben's fight. Yes. If not, I will see you guys on the next episode, which will be in a couple weeks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We out. Deuces. Deuces.